It's the Atomic Man Show. Starring the Atomic Man. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Welles, and featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Well, hello there, neighbor. I didn't see you standing there, but since you're there, welcome to an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy, and we've got another great one coming your way this week. I'm very excited about this one. We worked excruciatingly hard on this week's episode. But before we get into that, I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know I did, you know. I, I was. I said it, I don't think I said it on the podcast, I said it on my radio show. Uh, for the last few years, it's been kind of like a small get-together with a big feast, you know, your typical tur- turkey dinner and potatoes and stuffing and all that. This year, it was a big family gathering, and because there were so many people, we just catered to a fast food restaurant. That's exactly, word for word, I'm dead serious, what we did this year uh, for Thanksgiving. I'm not complaining in any way really. I mean, it, it, I was more excited about having, you know, more of my family there. Th- these were family members that don't always get to come in for Thanksgiving, so it was great to have us all there. Uh, but yeah, we catered to a local chicken joint uh, who was making turkeys for people uh, for Thanksgiving, uh, but it was a, clearly a turkey from a fast food restaurant. It was not your homemade turkey. That's always really, really good with, uh, you know, homemade mashed potatoes, homemade stuffing and all that. No, it was all restaurant stuff, so you know, I, you, you deal with it, you know, for the little things, you deal with it. It wasn't not a huge complaint, because like I said, everybody was in, and that mattered more to me than anything else, and I hope everybody will get to come in for Christmas. That's that's my that's my goal, is that everybody gets to come in for Christmas, but uh, but that's later. Let's not get to Christmas right now. We've got other matters to attend to, like this week's episode. This week's episode is completely revolved around paranormal activity. Now, if you recall, back in October, Miss Pingrino and I did a special live episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast, where we talked about some of our favorite cases, uh, unsolved mystery cases, discussed on the YouTube series BuzzFeed Unsolved. Uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved uh, has two different versions of it. They have True Crime, uh, where they discuss all the unsolved mysteries, some of the most notorious unsolved mysteries in U.S. and world history, and they also have Supernatural. And it's in this version of BuzzFeed Unsolved where they go to haunted locations, or so-called quote-unquote haunted locations, and they try to figure out if it's truly haunted and if ghosts exist. And that's my favorite version of the show, because the paranormal fascinate me. They really do. I, I, I just find it so strange you know i it's true if you know me you know i'm not a very religious person uh, i don't go into deep you know talking about if there's a heaven or a hell i don't really talk about that but for as much as i'm not really a big fan of that i am a huge fan of the idea that when people die some part of them hangs around with us and and wherever they died if especially if it's a hostile place or a, or a sad place or something like that their spirit haunts that area now I, I can't definitively say i don't even definitively say that i believe completely in paranormal activity that i believe in spirits or ghosts or anything like that but it does fascinate me and i'm always curious whenever i get the chance to watch it and pay attention to it i always do because i i'd like to know if it's real or not and so uh that's why we talked about it on the live episode which was called toddcast unsolved this week's episode is called toddcast unsolved part two the investigation where we actually go inside a haunted location and we 
try to find out if there is in fact paranormal activity among it. Now, uh, when I say we, it's me and Miranda. Miranda and I, we discuss paranormal activity all the time. And uh, in addition to me and Miss Pingrino, we, I have conversations with people all the time. And uh, but this particular place, Miss Pingrino works at, so she's already got the inside source. So I thought me and Miranda need to go tackle this. So this week's episode, Miranda and I go to this particular establishment and we try to figure out if there is in fact paranormal activity within it. If there's ghosts that haunt this facility, you'll find out what it is, where it is, and what it's all about in this week's episode. And once again, that's why it's called Toddcast Unsolved Part 2, The Investigation. We dive headfirst into a paranormal investigation. It's going to be really fun and exciting and a little bit funny, too. Can't I can't lie, it's going to be pretty funny. We'll also be talking about some other things in this week's episode. Uh, I have a very important, very important Vols update coming up. A lot of craziness going on in the University of Tennessee right now, and we'll be discussing that. Um, we also have a very special Ollie report where we continue to talk about the University of Tennessee. And Doc Summit, our announcer, drunk texts me. And this is a real conversation he and I had, uh, and so we actually act out the texts. The, 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 the words you hear coming out of our mouths are what we really texted back to each other a few weeks ago when Doc had a little bit too much to drink. It's hilarious. You're going to love it. And all of this is coming your way in this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Podcast. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Podcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Hello, I'm Hot Toddy. And I'm Miranda. And this week on the Smoking Hot Toddcast, we're going to tackle something that has never been done on the show before. We're going to investigate a haunted location. The location in question is the legendary haunted drugstore of North Knoxville, Tennessee. We're going to actually go inside after hours and do a little ghost hunting. As I've stated before to Miranda, I find the paranormal fascinating, so I'm expecting a very interesting night. What say you? You think we're uh, you think we're in for a wild night? Um, sure. You're not the biggest believer in the paranormal, are you? I am. I just don't know what makes you think this drugstore is haunted. Why do you say that? Uh, no one has ever said that it was haunted. You just... So, anyway, let's get into the story of this drugstore, shall we? Whatever, bitch. Located in the Halls community in Knoxville, Tennessee, this drugstore, whose name has been kept secret to protect those who work there, has had numerous reports... Did you hear me, Miranda? Numerous reports of haunted activity. Okay, hit me with it. Let's hear about those who've experienced the ghost. Fine. This drugstore is considered to be one of the scariest places in East Tennessee. Says who? Let me have this! Oh, for shit's sake. Now! An elderly lady named Irene Spanks said that during a visit in July of 2012, she felt a cold blast of air hit her from the ceiling. Most say it was the air conditioner, but who knows? Are you serious right now? Not done! A gentleman said that during a visit in November 2015, a person jumped in front of him in line at the cash register, and he was convinced that this person was possessed by a demon. That's it. I'm going home. Halt! I haven't even gotten to the worst one yet. This better be, like, amazing. Oh, it is. 
A former employee said that she tried to go inside late one night, saw how dark it was, and said, quote, hell nah, end quote. Is that it? Yep. Scary, huh? No. So now with all of this in mind, Miranda and I will be taking a tour of this drugstore at night in the dark. I might kill you before this happens. So stay tuned and fasten your seatbelt because this episode is about to get out of control. Like, I got my knife at the ready. I'm just letting you know. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. You're tuned into the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. Well... You know, before Monday, I was really debating about, once again, for the second time, debating about whether or not I should do a Vols update this week, because if you follow football, you know that we lost our last two games. We had a losing season. We broke a record. We did not win one SEC game, which is something that's never been done before at the University of Tennessee. We've always won at least one SEC game. We did not win one. Uh, it's was it's been a horrible season. We fired Butch Jones, as you know. I, we, we talked about this in the last Vols update. He's gone. Our interim coach couldn't handle the pressure for the last two games. We played LSU and Vanderbilt. Mm. Let me let's say it again. We played LSU, which is a hardcore team, and we played Vanderbilt, and we got stomped by both of them. So you know, there's that. The 2017 season is over. Thank God, it's over. Uh, but, you know, and like I said, I, I really thought about, you know, should I do a Vols update this week? Is it really worth doing a Vols update with just two losses? And then the coaching situation took off at the beginning of this week. And, oh, my God, just ridiculousness left and right. Okay, so the last week ended with the prospect that we were just inches away from hiring a dude named Greg Schiano as our coach, our new head coach, literally just moments away from a deal. Uh, but it broke ground. We, we found out that Greg Schiano was a part of uh, Paterno, Coach Paterno's uh, administration up at Penn State. And as you recall, that uh, particular administration ended in disgrace when we found out that Jerry Sandusky uh, was uh, molesting uh, children, molesting players, molesting everybody, and that Paterno and his staff uh, hid it from everybody uh, for as long as they possibly could before it came out. And then, of course, it came out and Paterno was uh, forced to resign, which really, in the end, was for the best because he died shortly after that so i guess it all worked but uh well that, that sounds bad I, you know what i mean i don't mean it like that but my, my point is is that uh you know that was a bad situation well shiano was a part of that staff so everybody automatically when they found out that he was a part of that staff and that he we were just moments away from sealing the deal and making him the new head coach they took to Facebook. They took to Twitter. All in the, all social media. Uh, they took to the streets. They went outside the building where the deal was being made and even painted. We have a, a, a specific mascot here at the University of Tennessee. Uh, we have something called the Rock, and it's a giant rock that sits on campus, and people can spray paint whatever they want. Pictures, you know, sayings, hashtags, all kinds of different stuff. And they flat out said on it, and I quote, Shiano covered up child rape at Penn State. And that was their way of saying, hey, you know, let's not hire this guy uh, because he was a part of the staff that covered up uh, all of Sandusky's dealings. 
And on the whole, that that really does sound bad. And and I was even for. I was like, don't don't hire this guy. If he was on Paterno's staff when all this was going on, and you know he was a part of the cover up. Now, hell no, I don't want him as my head coach. That's terrible. And so the outrage just grew. When when we found out, because they made it public, oh, we're just and every, trying to excite the crowd, you know. Oh, we're just moments away from, from sealing the deal with Greg Schiano to be the new head coach. I mean, social media blew up. Like I said, people took to the streets. They wrote that on The Rock. And because of public outrage, Schiano wanted nothing, do, nothing to do with us and pulled out of the deal. And for the moment, for like a, a, a literal few minutes... The, the fans of the University of Tennessee looked like heroes, like we really dodged a bullet. Well, then, upon further investigation, we found out that he had nothing to do, really, with the cover-up, and the, that he really did not know it, it was even going on. Because that apparently was the thing. There was only, like, a, a handful of specific people that knew what Sandusky was doing, and they did the cover-up. Shiano uh, was not one of them. So... We kind of jumped the gun on that one, uh, and I felt bad for uh, Shiano because he didn't need, he didn't deserve to go through that. There was no reason for that. It's just we, you know, I've, I've talked about this in the past. The fans at the University of Tennessee are harsh. We're probably the harshest group of fans in the country. I don't really agree with the way that they handle things. Like, I was not on the fire butch bandwagon. I was like, let's see if we can find some common ground here. Let's see if we can't fix something. Uh, But in the end, it really was the best decision at the time. Um, Of course, we're having some major problems right now, so maybe... No, no, still. Still was a good decision in the end, I think. Uh, But anyway... um, you know, I, I I don't agree with a lot of the things that they do and say, uh, but I was in agreement that if he was a, a part of the cover-up, he should not be our, our head coach. But then I was embarrassed, really, for the fans when we found out that he wasn't really a part of it, and everybody just tore us a new one. Everybody is making fun of us right now online, and that's not good because Tennessee goes through enough crap as it is throughout the years. I mean, you know, they, they, they call us the most overrated team in the country, and yes, that, and the other thing, yak, yak, yak. They don't have anything nice to say about the team. They don't have anything to say, really nice to say about UT in general. And that hurts when you're, especially when you're a young UT alumni, a proud UT alumni like I am and, and love the football team. Bleed orange, as we say here in big orange country. You know, I, 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 it really hurts when you hear that. But I have to admit, I think it was spot on this time. We deserved it as fans for, for jumping the gun like that. All right, so Shiano's out. Then it looked like a dude from Oklahoma State University, the head coach there, Mike Gundy was going to be the next head coach. That was a big possibility at the time. Uh, I didn't really know much about him. I'm like, you know, because John Gruden, that, that, that's the, that's been all the rumors for weeks, that he was going to be the head coach, that we were in talks with him. We were trying to get him, this, that. Again, you know, the rumors are just ridiculous right now. And and that's the person that we that the fans were really going after. And uh, it was wishy-washy. Oh, some say that they're, they're talking to him. Some say they're not talking to him. And it was just bullshit, really. So nobody really knows if anybody's talking to Gruden or what. But, uh, but at the end of the day... Uh, the real search is on and Mike Gundy was going to be the next one. And everybody was excited about that. And I was like, well, okay, I don't know much about him, but whatever. But that deal ended up falling through. And I was kind of glad when I found out who he was. Uh, If you're a follower of sports, you may remember his rant that he went on about 10 years ago uh, when uh, a journalist wrote something bad about one of his players and just went on a rampage, yelled at all the journalists that were there at a press conference. And he said the iconic line, that nobody will ever forget. He says, don't go after a kid. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And what he's saying was not untrue. 
I don't think I really don't think players should be torn apart. You know, if if a player is not giving his all, you know, on the field. You should, I, you know, I, I think that's fair game. But if you are a like a freshman and you're trying everything you can, but this is like brand new to you, don't write. You shouldn't write anything bad about them because it's not their fault. They're just getting started, and that was the point he was trying to make. But the point was just so embarrassing that I, it's just I'm, we dodged a bullet. Not to mention the fact that since then, because I, I saw a press conference of him uh, from just like a few months ago. He's got a, a, a textbook mullet. And that mullet is not going to be in my stadium every week. Hell no. Hell no. I don't want that. So I'm kind of glad that Mike Grundy didn't get it. Uh, But because he didn't get it, because Shiano didn't get it, the search continues. But it's become a big embarrassment now. And and, uh, John Curry, our our athletic director, people are calling for his head. I mean, and like I said, all the the criticism and everything like that. I mean, that's continuing. It's just a a big mess right now. Usually, at this point, uh, the Vols updates are done and we save them for the rest of them for next season uh but now they're continuing the the vols updates could continue all the way into 2018 who knows uh but yeah this is uh this is what's going on right now this is what's happening it's a it's a bit of an ordeal we still don't have a head football coach and we have a losing season and everybody's laughing at us and making fun of us so that's where we are right now in the university of tennessee here in big orange country just keep on smiling we'll talk more about shiano and the uh, the ollie report we've got a whole thing on that he he did a whole story on it after it happened and uh you, you're not gonna miss that so stay tuned for the ollie report because there's more more to come on this story but we're keeping our heads up i'm keeping my head up i think uh, there's still good times on the horizon like i said i bleed orange there's nothing that could happen to make me hate this team or this program or this school so you know let's just keep on keeping on keep on trucking we'll see what happens next hope we get a coach but until then Go balls. You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. All right, Hot Toddy here along with Miranda, and we're about to go inside the haunted drugstore of North Knoxville. I don't know about you, but I'm really nervous about this. Nah, just over here wishing I was dead. I did. There are three main areas of the haunted drugstore that we will be investigating tonight. The three areas that supposedly have the most activity. The first place we're going to investigate is the greeting card aisle. According to Miss Pengrino, one of the current managers of the drugstore and a fellow cast member of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast, someone met an unfortunate fate within the aisle. So one day, this group of women came in and they went down the greeting card aisle. They were looking for a birthday card for their little nephew, as I understand it. And they came upon this wordless card with a cute monkey on it. And all of a sudden, the aisle just imploded with awes and how cute. And many of the other customers were becoming concerned. And before we knew it, one of the women just started having a laughing fit. I mean, like, she wouldn't shut up. She ended up laughing so hard, she blew chungs all over the cards. Our poor janitor, man, he... I don't want to talk about it. But no one to this day knows why that poor woman found that card so funny. Okay, so here we are. We're inside the greeting card aisle where the, uh, the unfortunate event took place. You know, I've seen you make yourself laugh so hard you got the dry heaves. I don't understand. So, Miranda, you feel any weird sensations, hmm? No. Great. So, we're currently in the Christmas part of the aisle. Don't feel anything here. We're about to enter the anniversary section of the aisle. Nothing. 
Can we hit up cookout when we leave? I'm gonna pee my pants! Yeah, don't do that. Jet fuck! Just as I say shit fuck, our audio recorder picks up what appears to be a ghostly voice saying, You're an idiot. Jet fuck! You're Jet an fuck. idiot! That's D.A. He was outside the building listening, and he called you an idiot. I want that to sink in for a moment. D.A. Williams called you an idiot. D.A., which stands for dumb ass, called you an idiot. Nope, ghost. Oh, fuck me. Okay, we are now entering the birthday section of the aisle. This is where the uh, the incident <laughs> happened. Oh my god, I feel... I feel so weird, Miranda. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can handle this. I don't get what's happening. I don't feel right. I don't feel right. I'm very lightheaded. I can't. I can't. I just can't. What in fuck's name is happening? Ah! You ran into the cart. Chill. Oh my god. There's a card with, with with two cute puppies on it. Ah! Oh shit. Stead. Is that? It's the minions. Oh my god. Oh my god. In heaven, no. No! No! I heart you! Ah! It's too much! It's too much! We, we gotta get out of here! Ah! You literally just walked out of the aisle. Oh, okay, I'm good now. Whew, that was scary. Dumb ass. Hey, I ain't in there! Orson Welles, smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, This is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello there and welcome to this week's Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. Of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't tackle the story that's been making headlines all week long. That is, of course, the reaction to the very idea that Coach Greg Schiano would be the head coach of the University of Tennessee volunteer football team. A feat, by the way, that did not happen, and it was due to public outrage. If you don't know who Schiano is, Greg Schiano was a part of the Paterno Football Administration at Penn State and was allegedly involved in covering up the Jerry and dusky child molestation incidents. Hence the outrage from Vol fans about him becoming our head coach. We got Ollie on the scene on the University of Tennessee campus to find out exactly what's going on. And now without further ado, here is the one and only Ollie. Ollie, what's going on with you? Not touching children, that's for sure. Biscuits. And what a way to kick things off. That's awkward. And make sure you're not doing that. Why? Would you think I'd really do that? Shut up. So what's going on down there, Ollie? Of course, we, we know that there's been a huge outrage over this, and it's because of the outrage that Shiano ended up declining the offer. What's the feeling down there? What is the matter, Hot 
Toddy. We probably would lose to a peewee football league. We might as well make Carrot Top our head coach. It doesn't matter at this point. Hashtag butt cheeks. Wow, that's that's just pure evil that came out of your mouth. That's blasphemy. Look, I know you're a big Tennessee fan. Vol for life, damn right. And you're an alumni, whatever. I got the ring to prove it, bitch. What you got to say about it? My point is, big man, is the fact that your team is falling apart. And it's kind of lazy just to blame the coaching staff. Well, even I agree with that. I, I wasn't on the fire butch bandwagon either. Uh, but I, I, at the end of the day, it's good for this time for that to happen. Yeah, that's what we said when Fulmer was let go. Look where we are now. Yeah, we never really recovered from that, did we? Nope. Well, look, we're getting off topic here. Let, let's get into the issue at hand. Now, Greg Schiano worked with Coach Paterno during the whole Jerry Sandusky issue, and it was believed by at least many people around here that he was a part of the cover-up to keep Jerry Sandusky from getting in trouble. Have you spoken to him about how he feels about this? I'm coming down precarious. I'm sorry? You know, I'm a very inspirational person. I'm like two cows drinking out of a pond while a donkey watches me. And that donkey would be D.A. I'm not... What? I sent a picture to a girl once. I thought she liked me. And when she got the picture, she texted back, Huh? <laughs> Are you... <laughs> what's, what's happening here? I don't know. Where am I? I'm lost. I'm lost. I don't know where I am. You're on the UT campus, Ollie. Nipples! Please tell me you're just screaming that out and you're not actually looking at somebody's nipples because I don't need you getting a sexual harassment charge put onto you. Tidy, that ship has sailed a long time ago. What? Anyway, moving on. No, I haven't had a chance to talk with Coach Morano. Not Morano, Shiano. Dorito. Shiano. 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 You're getting there, Shiano. 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 I've got testicles. I see. Um, well, you know, there are some people who are very upset with Vol fans right now, many people in fact, because apparently Shiano had nothing to do with the Sandusky situation, had nothing to do with the cover-up, in fact didn't know himself, and it's because of this that people are upset with Vol fans for jumping the gun and creating such an accusation, and attacking someone who really didn't deserve it. What are people down there on site saying at the moment? Who the hell knows? Half the people are drunk, the other half are humping statues. I see someone's bare ass humping the General Nealon statue right now. It's a terrible sight. See, somebody's gonna get him down. Get, get off of there! That ain't right! That's sick! That's sick, I tell you! You're gross! You're gross! Oh my god, it's Lane Kiffin! What?! Oh no, wait, it's just some drunk guy. Have you spoken to anybody down there about this situation? Hell no! Do you know how weird people are right now? They're attacking each other! They're attacking coaches! There ain't nobody who's gonna come down here to be head coach. We don't even know who they're talking to now. Baskets! Yeah, I know, that's a sad thing, Ollie. It really is sad, and it's kind of a depressing thing because we need a head coach. But the good thing that came out of this is that we stopped them from rushing into judgment, rushing to find somebody. Maybe this will teach them that they need to take some more time and look for someone who fits more of the profile for the University of Tennessee. Someone with poise and dignity and has a lot of class. Someone who can bring great strength to our football program. Don't you agree, Ollie? Ollie? Of course. Thank you so much. I'll be happy to. This is, a, this is wonderful news. I can't wait. Thank you. Good news, Hot Toddy. They just made me the head coach of the University of Tennessee. What? Yeah. I'm going to be their new head coach. This is exciting news, isn't it? Hashtag football. I think I'm going to cry. Oh, you're so sweet, Hot Toddy. You always believed in me. <laughs> Ah, music to my 
That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! We now enter the second area of our investigation, the bathroom. Okay, so here we are now in the bathroom. Ooh, the spooky haunted bathroom. That's not funny. It's kind of funny. We could die tonight. Doesn't that alarm you in any way? Keep it up, and you're getting a swirly. Okay, I'll stop. According to Miss Pengrino, the bathroom of the haunted drugstore is one of the most active places in the store. There's been accounts of moaning, groaning, grunting, and pounding on the walls. Because they had to poop! Haunted! I give up. You're seriously demented. No! I'm a ghostbuster! Who you gonna call? An institution. Miss Pengrino recalls one incident in particular. So one day, a guy comes into the store, and he's looking around talking to clowns, never guessing that I'd find you. Sorry, I had a moment. Anyway, all of a sudden, he turned white, pale white, and begins running to the bathroom. The running itself was probably the weirdest part, because he never bent his knees. He had his butthole locked tighter than Fort Knox, and then all of a sudden, I mean, I can only describe it as like an atomic bomb going off. The explosion, and the scream that came from the bathroom, it just, it still haunts me. I mean, if you take a look inside... Sorry, sorry. Again, our poor janitor. I mean, let's just hope no one ever writes a book about him. Is there anyone in here with us? Perhaps the dude that had the atomic bomb come out of his ass? Moni Myrtle! You in here? Would you stop? Hmm, clearly this ghost doesn't give a shit. Oh my god, really? Hey, what bowl game did Tennessee get to this year? The toilet bowl! Okay, that's just a low blow. Like, I'm stepping out of character now. Like, literally, that's just not nice. Oh, hey, we better get out of here. We need to get to Uranus and wipe out the Klingons. Balls! Just as I scream out balls, our audio recorder picks up what appears to be a distant fart. Balls! Balls! Oh, I'd like to have fun. Toddy! Hot Toddy? You still in here? Have you had a stroke? What? Have you had a stroke? Have I had a stroke? No. Mm -hmm. uh, not that I know of. I'm just asking. I, don't, I, don't, you know. I mean, bad things can happen to the brain. And uh, my, my grandfather had a stroke, and um, my grandmother didn't realize it for two weeks. <laughs> she... <laughs> they they only realized something was wrong when when uh, my dad and aunt went to visit. Like they're like, you've had a stroke, like, man. That's not too funny. He recovered, but <laughs> t 
Todd's uh, Todd's incapacitated again. That wasn't that wasn't as good, but that is a true story. <laughs> I love you, Grandpa. May you rest in peace. <laughs> he, he he didn't die of a stroke. He died of being eighty-seven. Just <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling Sheila right now. You're telling Sheila what? Oh, that <laughs> what. That, that, are we? We're doing an on air. Okay. I am. I'm, I'm sending her a message now. <laughs> you're, you're even identifying me as pork in the <laughs> in the chat. Log. I did. I did. Oh God. Okay. His grandfather had a stroke <laughs> once, and his family. <laughs> My grandmother specifically. Uh, his didn't notice grand- for two weeks. <laughs> She was a, a teacher, an educator. She didn't notice signs of a stroke, though. She died of Alzheimer's. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, Todd. Laugh at my. It was very, it was very, very tough to watch her. No, I wasn't laughing at that. Now you said I said she died of Alzheimer's, and you giggled. I giggled. It's on tape. We're talking about your d- d- grandfather having a stroke. And nobody, no one has had a stroke. It, well, my dad, my aunt showed up and they're like, you've had a stroke. <laughs> well, I don't even know if they said you've had a stroke, but they said something's <laughs> wrong. Something is amiss. <laughs> but now he's, he, but he turned out to be okay. And he went, I don't know when he had the stroke. I want to say it was in the late 80s. <laughs> but he went on 16 more years stroke-free. So Well, that's good. At least there was that. I love you, Grandpa. <laughs> I I can't. Just the stories that my family has told me yeah. and, and just the way that they've told them, I can't take anything seriously anymore. No, no, and neither can we. That's why we. That's why we crave for these stories. We that's, we want these stories. I'm a, I'm afraid that I'm just gonna I'm gonna say the wrong thing around like a really PC person. Because I mean I genuinely don't want to offend anybody. Well, no, of course I, not. We need to do we. But I mean, I've experienced some deaths, and we have laughed at them. Yes, yes, we have. Like, like my grandpa did not look good in his casket. I love him, but he just did he look well you don't you weren't I mean, there. I was getting ready to do I was there. No, I was talking about uh, you weren't there for this one. I was gonna get ready to ask, did he look better than your great grandfather uh who, oh, who lost his that, head? Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. that's a difficult comparison. That's it, yeah. <laughs> Since I didn't see him. Oh wait, my mom was at both. I could probably ask her. <laughs> and she'll and she'll give me an honest answer. She will. And probably start laughing at some. Well, she'll probably she'll probably re- reveal something else that I was unaware of and giggle at that. Oh God, your family, man. They, they they're a bunch of comedians. It's what they are. They make my ribs happy. You understand? Like they make my whole body feel good about itself. Ollie smoking hot Toddcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie. Just say this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the Smoking Hot Toddcast show podcast station. Okay. All right, Ollie. This time, just say uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smoking Ollie Report. No, that's not. Oh, jeez.
All right, Ollie, this time just say, this is the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Biscuits! Damn it. Okay, Ollie, just say the words, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside, I see people, I see grass and trees and buildings! I hate you. The Smokin' Hot Todd- Smokin' Hot Toddcast! You suck, Ollie! We now enter the final phase of our investigation, the pharmacy. Unlike the first two locations, the pharmacy actually has a suspected paranormal attachment. According to Miss Pingrino, a ghost that goes by the name Pharmacist Tony haunts the pharmacy. No one knows for sure where Pharmacist Tony came from. No one knows exactly how he died either. But clearly, it was within the drugstore because there have been plenty of sightings of him. One of the techs came in one morning and found a guy in a white coat filling a prescription. She had never seen him before, and when she asked who he was, he turned around and said, Good morning. Then she looked away for just a second, and when she turned back, he was gone. Another time, one of our regular pharmacists came in, and as soon as she walked in, there was Pharmacist Tony again, filling a prescription. And when she asked what was going on, Tony said, Oh, sorry, I was scheduled for today. You didn't have to come in. She was so freaked out that she ran out of the building, knocking over tons of pills on her way out, and quit the next day. And as you know, our poor janitor, Dude needs a vacation. And here's the pharmacy. God, it's spooky in here. I don't understand. Why is it spooky to you in here? I mean, yeah, we're in the dark, but it's a functioning pharmacy. I mean, there's a poster of Garfield in here. Seriously, what is your deal? I'm choosing to ignore you because I'm so freaked out right now. Wait! Did you hear that? Um, yeah, I, I, I did hear that. Is that you walking? Oh, I was going to ask you the same thing. <coughs> Holy shit, what the fuck is going on? I don't know, but something is definitely not right here. Hello? Someone there? What? Ah, did, did you hear that? Fuck yeah, I did. Miranda, I can't move. I'm so scared. M me too. He's coming closer. Now do you believe this place is haunted? I hate to admit it, but... But... You. I'm Pharmacist Tony. No! It's the g g g g g g ghost Ghost? Oh, for God's sakes, not that stupid crap again. No, I'm not a ghost. I'm a living, breathing human. I'm a pharmacist here at the drugstore. Wait a minute. Dude's alive! Hashtag yippers! Well, wait a minute. Why did everyone tell us you were a ghost haunting this place? No one really likes me here. On my first day here, I bought the boss a big lunch, and since then, I've been in his best graces. And I actually got a raise when no one else did. So they pretended like I've been dead and haunting this place ever since. Hey, Tony! Suck poop, bitch! Yeah, and sometimes they just throw stuff at me. Wow, so there isn't a ghost that haunts the pharmacy? shift so I don't have to interact with anyone. Yeah, but this place isn't 24 hours. No one's here. Oh, for the love of balls! See, I knew this place wasn't haunted. But, but you were getting ready to say... Shut up. Who's that guy? That's our janitor, poor guy. He has to clean up all the terrible shit that gets put upon this place. Now, he really needs a vacation. Sorry, Ralph, it's, uh, it's poop again. What? Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money.
After spending a very weird night there, I can't definitively say that the haunted drugstore of North Knoxville is actually haunted. That being said, there have been some strange occurrences here that have led to some even stranger activity. But whether or not the haunted drugstore of North Knoxville is really haunted will remain unsolved. Bullshit. It's not. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Podcast. I'm an asshole. I'm not worthy of being your announcer. I'm not even worthy of being your friend. You are absolutely fine. You're a great friend and announcer. What are you talking about? I just hate being a fucking failure. I'm such a disappointment. I, I mean, I completely understand, okay, if, if if I don't get a Christmas card this year, that's fine. And, and by the way, I'm drunk and playing with power tools in the dark. Oh, wow. Um, All I ask is that you be extremely careful, and you're not a disappointment. You're one of the people who helped keep this show going. I'm a worthless piece of shit, but your podcast gives me, you know, a reason to keep trying, I guess. I mean, you know, someday, someday, I'll have a podcast. Until then, I'm just Doc, the disappointing big voice guy. Hey, hang on a second. I got to play with this circular saw real quick. I got to do it fast before I forget 27 inches. 27 inches, 27 inches. Oh, for God's sakes, don't get yourself killed with these tools. I've got to make my vinyl record shelf great again. I, I keep buying vinyl, just, you know, just like I used to, but, you know, I bought so much that I broke the shelf. Okay, I didn't build it well to begin with. It just couldn't take the weight. I mean, I'm no carpenter. Jesus was a carpenter, and I'm no Jesus. I knew a carpenter named Jesus once, but he was Catholic, not Jewish, so it was a different dude. But I had a vinyl addiction like early on, and in my teens, I spent all my money on vinyl. CDs cured me uh, because, you know, they forced vinyl to go out of style, but then it came back. And now I'm playing in the dark with power tools, trying to remember a 27-inch cut while drinking and talking to you just to support my vinyl habit. I mean, I'm a bad influence. I I wouldn't blame you if you just walked away from me altogether. Good God, you are so gone. (laughs) And I would never do that. You're a good friend. Ooh, wine. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe this exchange should be a script for an upcoming very special edition of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. You know, Doc's Vinyl Intervention. DA, Orson Welles, Miranda, and Miss Pingrino could, you know, like help talk me down. But but not Ollie. He'd send me into a relapse. And, and, and I, I'd take him with me, like a vinyl-searching Thelma and Louise. Ain't nothing wrong with vinyl. And yes, Ollie is literally the worst for that. Oh yeah, he's my dream co-pilot for a cross-country trip in an RV. Hey, ball of yarn! I want to see the mud brick toilet! 500 miles this way! Oh, dog. (laughs) You've done lost it. Ooh, good news! I cut two boards 27 inches, and I still have both my thumbs. Yes! Now I'm going to get celebrate with a glass of wine and uh, a drill. Drills are much less dangerous, by the way. This is the greatest conversation I have ever had. You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Oh, it is always so hard to say goodbye, but that's exactly what we got to do. We've got to say goodbye for now because we're at the end of the show. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed mine and Miranda's little paranormal investigation of the haunted drugstore of North Knoxville. Is the drugstore haunted, you ask? It's up to you, really. You make the call. It's open for interpretation. I can't really tell you one way or the other. 
but Miranda can, and, and she's right all the time. But anyway, that's a whole different story. That's a whole different show, and we'll we'll not discuss that. Hey, speaking of shows. That's not much of a transition, but we're going with it. Uh, we've got another very special live episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast coming your way next week. That's right. And next week, it's another Me and Miranda show. If you enjoyed our little banter through this week's episode, you'll enjoy an entire live episode, unscripted. We're just completely going off the hinges, doing whatever we want for however long we want to next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. So tune in to an all-new episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast, a special live episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast on Zcast, the Zcast app, which you can download for free in your app store. I think you can also tune in online at Zcast.com. Just look up the Smoking Hot Toddcast or our Hot Toddy at Hot Toddy 9102, which is my Twitter. I think that's uh, what it's connected to. So you can go check us out there. We're going to be on at 9 p.m. one week from today. So be sure and tune in for that, a special live episode. But if you miss even a second of it, we're going to be recording it just like any episode, and it will be immediately uploaded to the Mixcloud and iTunes pages immediately after the show. So you can tune in and check it out then, even if you miss us. But it's more fun to tune in live. I think you could agree with that. So do not miss it. Special live episode of the Smoking Hot Tidecast next week at 9 o'clock on Zcast. And then the week after that, it's this year's Christmasiest Christmas special ever. And we've got another good one of those coming your way this year as well. So we We've got so many fun things coming up before the end of the year. Don't miss out on a second of it. It's it's just, it's glorious. It's glorious times here at the Smoke and Not Toddcast, so do not miss it. Uh, and then after the, the Christmas special, we'll be uh, going on winter break, so... Like I said, don't miss it because you, you know, miss all the fun. Uh, with that in mind, you can follow me on all social media. That's at Hot Toddy 9102 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hot Toddy 75 on Snapchat. Follow me on YouTube at Hot Toddy Tube. And of course, the Hot Toddy Mixcloud page and the Smoking Hot Toddcast iTunes page. You can also follow some of the cast members of the Smoking Hot Toddcast on social media. We'll begin with Twitter Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at The Miranda Joe. Uh, and now for Instagram, Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawkins, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. Until our live episode next week, this is Sir Elton John saying, Go Jack Rabbit running through the woods, you had a good night and you feel real loose. Heard they got you going around the goose creek shed, trying to fill your belly full of bugs, got left. Go Jack Rabbit, get the cabbage back, mom, I left the backboard, going left. Heard you coming and it got his gun, you better go Jack Rabbit. Yeah.